So has anyone been to Gag City this week? <laughs> I'm not quite sure what that is. <laughs> Does anybody know what Gag City is? Whatever it is, it sounds dirty. Like <laughs> has nobody been on social media? Is it that TikTok I seen before of the guys at Disney Islands? No, I don't think that. Gag City. Because I seen it last week. Or maybe it was early this week. I can't really remember. But yeah, it was yeah. all like everybody on Twitter or on Instagram was always like, it's like this, like buildings of like palaces and tire blocks and all this. It was all like pink and stuff and like fluorescent. And um, anyone was like, um, you know, super nanny arrived to Gag City. Like fucking anybody, like Sharon from EastEnders has arrived to Gag City and they would superimpose a picture of who they're talking about with this background. And I was like, what the fuck is Gag City? And apparently it was because Nicki Minaj's new album's come out and she's like in this other world where her album is set in Gag City. So there you go. That's what it's about. So if you don't know what Gag City was, there we go. You've just learned something new, guys. Very good. But like, uh, yeah, like Sarah said, it just sounded dirty. So. I know it does. That. Maybe that's what it actually means. Sorry, Maybe my mind what... is in the gutter, like, to be fair. Maybe that's what Nikki means when she means gag city. No, each to their own. Exactly. Hello and welcome to the brand new episode of Gin and Barrett, the podcast. I am Kevin O'Connor-Jones, your double barrel bitch, and as always, your fucking fabulous host. Joining me this week, we have a bigger group. This is kind of like our little Christmas party. It's the Gabby Christmas party, which I just realised the other week, you know, we can call it the podcast Gabby for short. Not fascinating. Took me like 25 weeks to notice that. (laughs) (laughs) Joining me this week are Emily, Mel, Sarah and Sinead. Hello, girls. Hi. Hi. Fabulous co-hosts this week. Um, It's Friday, the 15th of December recording this. So it's kind of like the last kind of normal Friday, I want to say, before Christmas. Um. Are we all prepared? Are we all having a drink right now? Which I hope you are. And how your week's been? Uh, boring us. <laughs> I was sick. And then I still got sicker. And then I was trying to catch up on my Christmas shopping. No way near done. And then yeah, nothing just worked. Work, 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 work. I've had the most boring week in the whole entire world, Sam. Well, Not we're gonna we're gonna liven that up for you now, babes. <laughs> <laughs> Mel, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. Quite quiet week as well, because like last week was like super duper hectic. So um, I was actually so glad to have like nothing on this week. I was like, please, nobody ask me to go anywhere. Don't ask me to do anything. I don't want to do it. Like, don't make me go. Um. So yeah, I was glad for like a wee quieter one this week. Love it. Yeah, be glad to finish work next week. To be fair, it'd be full festive mode then, won't it? Yeah. 
finish in your song. What about you, Sarah? I can't see Sarah because the camera's not working, but how are you? Well, bar the technical difficulties, I'm all good. <laughs> At least we can hear me. That's the main thing. That's what we That's need. That's the main thing. Um, week has been a little crazy. Um, before we started recording, guys, I briefed the other hosts on, on my hectic week. So it started <laughs> off with... Um, a first date with a very adult man, and I say very adult man because he was 37. For context, I'm 29. So that feels like a real adult to me. And we went out for dinner <laughs> and had like split a bottle of wine. And I was like, oh God, this I don't ever drink wine. I'm not a wine person. Um, well, I was just feeling dead. Grown up with my with my lovely Italian food and my, my white wine. And I did come home a little tipsy. Um, but in the midst of all that, um, the guy I was previously seeing has has crept out of the woodwork now that he's back from his visit home, and I ended up going to his graduation, and that was you know weird and fabulous and awkward as hell. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's been a little bit hectic and a little bit troubling, and we're very very glad to see Friday. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll be, have some drinks that will help you cope with the I, I am currently <laughs> drinking a blue bamboo. Not oh, I'm always going to have that cocktail as your drink now, the blue bamboo. Oh, 100%. Fabulous. We'll keep drinking. We will get mm-hmm. you through. <laughs> and Sinead, how are you? You haven't been on in a while. It's... No, um, I haven't been on in a few weeks now, so just other plans and commitments. Um, but yeah, this week's been fine. Nothing out of the ordinary. I am very much in the Christmas wind down mode, even though I'm working all next week. <laughs> um, but I'm very much in that mode. So hopefully next week will be nice and quiet as well. So Kevin, how are you? How has your week been? I'm fine. Um, I don't really know what I've done this week. The week's just fly by and you're like, what have I done? But actually... Um, last weekend, went to Ellie's Friends of the Pod. We had lovely cocktails, lovely night. You know, it was fabulous. Um, we played, I got the Traders, like, game, which is such a good game. Like, you get so, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, competitive. And it's fabulous. So I'm going to bring it home at Christmas, Sinead, so we can play. Um, and then on Monday and Tuesday, oh, no, son, sorry, Sunday, Monday, I spent, like, I would say the guts of 12 hours doing the best bits episode for the podcast never again (laughs) (laughs) I am never doing it ever again like thank you for everyone who gave me suggestions but I'm never doing it again unless I get really famous and can hire like an editor I am never doing a best bits episode it's it's an hour and 20 minute episode which will be released on the 30th but it took me like 11 12 hours to like find the snippet take it out put it all together oh so yeah but hopefully you enjoy it you better fucking enjoy it. <laughs> so to be honest i'm all podcast out of the minute <laughs> um and i'm looking forward to the festive break to be honest um okay fab so let's go straight into the news i say straight but it's always like seven to eight nine minutes ten minutes before we get into the news um okay so First story I have is Kim Jong-un. Now, for anyone who doesn't know who that is, that is the leader of North Korea. 
Um, and he um, has pled with women in his country, North Korea, to have more babies as the population is decreasing. Now, it's said that the reason why it's decreasing is because money is very tight in North Korea. A lot of people can't afford to have children. Um, and he was apparently crying, almost emotionally blackmailing women to have children in this country. Any thoughts? Well, I mean, if like the Prime Minister got up and like pled to us to have more children, I was like, no thanks. You just laugh. Do it yourself. Fuck off. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. especially if there's not like if they're saying there's like a, you know a certain amount of money in North Korea and people can't afford to have children, why is he crying mm. at them to have children if they can't afford the children? Yeah, like. He the money North Korea is a very, very dictatorship, isn't it? And he controls the money in the country essentially, like everyone's budget. So a lot of the poor families, like if you hear stories from people who've escaped North Korea, they say like there's an image that's put out to the world by North Korea, and then there's the real true story. And the real true story is like I've they have to go and like into the forests and like eat eat bugs as their diet like why would you want to bring a child into that and stuff it's like a it's like a really abusive country to live in so like good for people not having children and bringing them under that leadership um it, it like there's another story with him about um they had like a, lo- a general election in north korea i think recently um, and at the last election he got his part political party got 100 percent of the votes <laughs> and this time they've only got 99.91% of the votes so it sounds like people are now starting to wake up and the fear that North Korea has over their people not maybe working anymore because like there's always stories that if you don't vote for him you get killed, you get whipped, you get this, you get that so maybe people are starting to wake up and be like fuck him, fuck North Korea mm-hmm. you know any thoughts? Everyone just needs to band together and tell them to get fucked. Uh, yeah, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if people did, they could you could over overthrow a leader. This is where we get murdered now. Um, <laughs> but I mean, if, uh, like, I don't know how far it reaches. Like, well, they do. Well, they're said to be like one of the most powerful um, countries in nuclear weapons. So that's why, like, America always are. On the edge with North Korea. No. Yeah. Donald Trump always visited him, didn't he? And tried to keep the peace, blah, blah, blah. So, but yeah, good for people not having children and good for people for voting against him, is what I have to say. Um, The next story that I have is, have you seen the um, Christmas advert from Charlie's Bar in Enniskillen in Northern Ireland? No. Um... Well, if you haven't seen it, go watch it now on my recommendation. It's a lovely little advert. It just shows you that we should we should all be kinder to people over the festive well, we should be kind to people anyway, but especially over the festive period because especially in the advert it shows like an elderly man, he's on his own and he goes to the pub and this young couple come in with a dog and the dog goes over and then this is how the couple become friends with the old man and start talking and it's just like a really nice heartwarming video. Um and it's like racked up millions of views on Twitter and and similar on TikTok. Um, apparently, the video only co- or the advert only costs seven hundred pounds to make. They have made a lot more in return. Oh, oh, yeah. 
which is really, really nice to see. Um, like those ads for like, you know, Age UK and stuff. It's just all these yeah. like old people that no one to talk to. That's and so horrible. And then on one, but on one hand, I'm like, well, you know, they could be like a really horrible person. But on the other I hand, know. it's like, oh, like pets maybe just don't have any family around or around. family that want to talk to them or, you know, so you do feel bad. But then again, I'm like, if I'm walking down the street and not necessarily like stopping with every like old person, be like, oh, hello, how are you? You know. I know it's a difficult thing. I know what you mean because like, some old people, as you say, could be absolute cunts, but uh, I don't know. It's a, you, I, I always think, like, if I see someone eating alone in a restaurant, I'm like, oh. But see, maybe part, they want to be eating alone. Do you know, that's what I'm going to say. Like, I have went into, like, a, a cafe at lunchtime and just ate alone, and I was just like, oh, peace and quiet. Like, it's amazing. But... If you're an older person, you you there. Well, what I do anyway is I perceive that person as oh, they're on their own, they're lonely. When they could fucking hate people and just like fuck everybody, do you know what I mean? It's very hard to tell what to do in that situation because if you went up to an elderly person and said you need any help with your shop, and they could like what the fuck, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, it's it's hard to know, but like those ads, like they oh, they just make me cry. It's just like you don't like seeing because you think of like the elderly people in your life or I know I do you know and you just be like oh like no. I wouldn't want them to be in that situation so you mm. do feel bad but at the same time you don't really do anything about it I mean I, I know I don't like I'm not going volunteering you know what I mean but and like I, I hate talking to people so like I don't want to talk to old people any more than I want to talk to any other people so it's kind of like I know uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> I know what you mean. It's just ugh, I don't know. It's it's just it's really sad, and they put really sad music behind it, and then the person like they say like the TV's the only company they have, and then they're waiting at the, somebody on the phone to call, and oh, it's so sad. But like we could all end up like that. Happy thoughts. No, but we could. Well, especially like potentially me and Emily. Because we're in gay relationships. <laughs> we're not maybe going to have children. Like, who knows? I know, Emily, it's probably easier for you to have children than it would be for me. But, <laughs> but I always think at the back of my head is like, if I'm the last one of my friends to live and Nick dies, I'm like, that could be me and that advert in years to come. Could just be mm. us in the end. Okay, well, come on, Emily. We'll have a fat fucking Christmas girl. <laughs> <laughs> But like it doesn't like, to me it makes no difference if you have children because you should not be having children for the sole purpose that they're going to be there to look after you when you're old. That that's not. No, I'm not saying. I'm. Not, I I do think that. Well, in the best bits episode, I was going back to ep- older episodes. I mean, episode three was on children, and I did say about like you shouldn't have children with the expectation of them looking after you. So I agree with you there, Shania. But it's not so so much expecting them to look after you it's spend time with you you know of christmas maybe well anyways (laughs) but it's just a really heartwarming advert and i think we all should you know have a bit more kindness and it's fucking imagine me saying that but you know (laughs) i am i am a lovely nice person i am especially when it comes to stuff like that like when i worked in like my like places I've worked before and like an elderly person asked for help so I used to work in a shop and if an elderly person asked for help I would have more time for them than a young person in my head the young person oh fuck off find it yourself you lazy bitch but if it wasn't like an elderly person I'd be like okay I'll check you and they could just be playing on that you just don't know anyways Aww. 
or something it's a better eyesight than you I know probably at this point um, but it's just a really lovely story and I thought that was really really nice um, and it's really nice offer. and it's an ordinary which seemed better <laughs> uh, okay the next one that I have is did you see the footage from Shane McGowan's funeral no 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 yeah. It's really neat. Yins must have been busy this week. No social media at all. Uh, <laughs> um, there's clips of like his family, his wife. Like there was like a live band in front of like the priest in this big church, wherever it was in Dublin, I think it was. And um, live band in front of the priest just below the altar. And they were, they'd done the fairy tale of New York. And people were up. The family climbed over the pews. And they were all jiving and dancing at his funeral, which I thought was actually a really nice touch because usually funerals are dead morbid. So they were celebrating his like life essentially, which was I thought really nice. But you could see the priest in the background; he was just a bit like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I like I, I like I like fair enough, each to their own. But I mean, any funeral I've ever been at, I wouldn't initially think must jive. I know, but it was the atmosphere of the song, and I suppose it was it's kind of Christmassy as well. So, but like his family said, that's what he would have wanted because he was that type of person. So, you know. But the funniest thing I seen from it was somebody on Twitter complained because obviously Kirsty McCall's dead, and she was the woman's voice on that song. And somebody goes, "Oh, could they not get Kirsty to do the vocals? Like, why is some stranger doing it?" And people were like, "She's fucking dead. She died like years ago in a fatal accident. What the fuck?" <laughs> do your research before you comment exactly <laughs> exactly um but yeah i thought it was a very good funeral i'd love to have attended <laughs> i think to say <laughs> i mean if you're gonna have a funeral you would want it to be a bit of crack like with that exactly. kind of atmosphere it might be a nicer way to go you know Oh, right. You'd all better be fucking distraught. Not a jive out of any of Well, what sport. if we jive while we cry? A chat. Shit at your friend, we'll have a whack plan. What? <laughs> I love that. But you're a dry ass pissing now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Get that twerk on you, ho. Oh, uh huh. Over the coffin. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I jump back out. Right. Oh my god, Marge. Uh, the next story is: Have you heard of Marge the Hun? No. 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 God, you think I need to do better? <laughs> You've heard. I was busy this week. <laughs> um. So Marge the Hun is obviously Marge Simpson, and. No, I knew what you're on about is that these things are obsession on TikTok. Yes. <laughs> I'm on the Hello Kitty side of it now. I'm like, no, I'm obsessed with them. I do know what you're on about. Oh, there's a Hello Kitty one? Yeah. I'm okay. on my side of TikTok now. Oh, and I you never watch Hello Kitty and that's these. Oh, right. So I, I'm not that up to date then. But um, it's where, you know, the Hun lifestyle in the UK. So it's like tracky. It's like pink it's plush it's you know the hair towel wrapped in bed face mask on fake tan stick the jungle on 9 p.m kind of that vibe and yeah. whoever's creating this has created a channel called marge the hun and it's basically the uk lifestyle of a hun with marge simpson 
it's really fascinating. She drives Ooh. a Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> and, like there's proper storylines now. Emily said, "Hello, kitties are BFFs," <laughs> and "Hello, kitties also hun." Like no, I'm not gonna lie. See, when you're saying hun, I'm thinking of something else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what you meant Me either. Reaction. When you said more the northern Irish I'm not, I'm not being sectarian. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> oh, is that why it's all so quiet? It's all Martians at all. the rest of us that are being sectarian that that's where our heads are. Yeah, went. see, I'm in England now. I don't give a shit about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't have TikTok, you see, so I wouldn't have said that. I would follow Twitter, I think, too. We don't have Twitter either. I don't have Twitter either. Um, but yeah, oh, it's 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 really good. It's like it's very addictive, isn't it, Emily? Yeah. Well, the, the Hello Casey one isn't on the mods. The Hunnicat people have just started making all their own wild ones now. Yeah. Every night I go to bed and I'm like, let me catch up on them all. I love them. I love it. I love it. So if you haven't seen it, go watch Marge the... UK oh. home lifestyle, not the other thing. <laughs> uh, and the last story that I have um, to talk about is, have you seen the royal children posting no. cards? So they posted Christmas cards um, to children who may struggle uh, over the festive <laughs> season during their, mother, their mother's annual Christmas carol concert thing. Um... I have a question. So this was a big PR thing where the children got photographed. Um, so it's what you call them, Charlotte, Louis, and what's the other one? Is it George? Yeah, uh, George. Yeah. The three of them posting these Christmas cards into some fake post post box. Um, big PR stunt. Um, my question is, what the fuck is a Christmas card going to do to the vulnerable in this country? Honestly, stiff about two grand, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> a good deed done. Yeah, you know, like what the fuck? If I got a Christmas card from them, concert, thought it would be good. I would put it in the fireplace for for fuel. Like, what the fuck is a Christmas card going to do? It's not going to give you any money. It's not going to give you any support. What the fuck do I? What did the people who actually need help on Christmas need with a Christmas card? What the fuck yeah. is that going to do for them? I wonder what's going to be ridiculous. Like, it's like a slap in the face. Hmm. I said, I wonder if somebody would buy it. What is that? I wonder if somebody would buy it. The card? Yeah, the card. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you know, there's a delay. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not just me with the technical difficulty. You <laughs> <laughs> fucking got AirPods and you know, fucking took me your drummer. <laughs> It's because I said it like 30 times and you were like, I know, but there must be like some delay. delay. Oh. It's just any post office Wi-Fi, bitch, so don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, well, yeah, maybe people would put it up for sale. I don't know, but like who the fuck's going to buy that? Some weird fucking royalists, Kevin, would buy it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, if anyone's out there listening and you need some spare cash and you got a card, maybe settle it then. (laughs) It's a pet of shite. Like, fucking give them money and like donate to charities and stuff. Like, fuck off with the Christmas cards. You know, like, say, like, it's addressed to some child and they open the card and they're like, who the fuck's Louis? (laughs) (laughs) 
There was also a side story to that where they were slagging and shouted off going, she wore that coat last year to this Carol concert. Never <laughs> <laughs> meant she'd reuse a coat. <laughs> I know, fucking hell. <laughs> and do you know what? If they were out in new fucking outfits, they'd be like, oh, look at that. Like, expending taxpayers' money in new coats. <laughs> That's true, to be fair. But if she wanted a coat, she should have went and got a job. <laughs> it's not the child's fault right <laughs> well she's gonna grow up to be just like them so you know she needs to break the chain but that's everything that i have is there any news that you can tell us this week um yeah i was just to say r.i.p andre brother um, I'm not sure if I'm saying the surname correctly, but for anyone that isn't sure of his oh. name, he played Captain Raymond Holt in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So, R.I.P. R.I.P. A lot of deaths recently, isn't there? Like a lot. That one hit me like a ton of fucking bricks. I spent a whole night crying. A whole night. Aww. And he's only like 61. Yeah. That's, that's very young. That's not these days. Yeah, yeah. Pardon? It was, it was like a short time. Oh. What do you say on this, sir? Devolve all the cats to being posted about them. I was in fucking bits reading them all. And now that's the worst, reading all the tributes and stuff, it just makes you bottom on <laughs> It was very sad. I'd say there'll probably be like an increase in viewership on Netflix yeah, and everything yeah, yeah. after that. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's nice. That's nice how people do that, though. Yeah. Like someone passes away and just like, watch their work. That's very nice. Um, so, yes, RIP. Is there anything else you just want to discuss before we move on? All good. Fabulous. Right, so as always, we talk about what's ragging the absolute shit out of us this week. Um, So, Emily, would you like to start? Is there anything that is really ragging you this week? It me, personally. You're ragging yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually so over it. It was sick. And then I was sicker, and then my skin just started breaking out on me, left, right, and centre. And then I washed my hair yesterday, and it already looks greasy. I just can't be arsed anymore with myself. You need, like, to rest this weekend, girl. <laughs> I'm home, I was, and it's just, oh my gosh, it's just all really bad mess. Really, really bad mess. It's everything hits you at once, doesn't it? Yeah. Just everything, everything at once. It's just... Wow. Me and well, me, yeah. myself, and I, if I'm going to shit ourselves on me this week. Okay. <laughs> I hope me. No, that doesn't make sense. I hope you, yourself. What is that? <laughs> What's the plural version of that? <laughs> what? You. You, yourself, and yours. Oh, you, yourself, and yours. Thank you very much. Get better. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right, Mel. What's ragging you this week, love? Well, I'll give a little update on parking gates. So if you've listened to like previous episodes, I've been on people parking outside the front of my house. Yes. They're still going. Kevin, you're my witness. You've seen what I have to deal with. So I put I up mean, uh, and it's a story today. I was very shocked when I seen that because I know you've described it before, but I just never realized how close the cars were parking to your gate. 
Mm-hmm. It's like right on top. I was like, fucking hell. And then you sent me a picture of like how much space up the road they have. And I was like, Jesus Christ, no, they're doing that in badness. Like, literally, you could fit like four cars like ahead of them away from my house. But they choose to like park smack bang in front of my gate. Yeah. So like the parking situation gets weirder because, um, like the gate was open earlier. And I don't know if it was the postman or like who it was, but the gate was definitely open. So I was like, I'm just going to let it swing whatever way it wants to and hit the car hit the car I don't care yeah uh, but then like I looked out again later on and it was closed again and I was like surely the postman's not coming twice in a day and like, I didn't get any parcels or anything so I was like who closed that like quite yeah. weird so I have like a ring doorbell that I really need to cut off because like I need to see the shenanigans in my <laughs> my house like I don't know what's going on yeah absolutely sick of it now I'm like I'm tempted to be a cone person and get a cone and yeah. put it into it part of that that's, fair. that's fair like yeah because the, the fence was blew down like up the road a wee bit so they had like cones up and I'm like mm, I might just do one of them one of them might be mine I now. would I fucking would yeah go for it why not that is what's dragging the shit on me is like continued forever apparently <laughs> well we're all invested as I'm sure our listeners are in this saga so keep us really? posted <laughs> well there you go um Sarah what is dragging your shit this week doll um I feel like genuinely just my poor life choices to be quite honest <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing really that jumps out and be like ah that pissed me off but like just with, as I mentioned briefly earlier, went to Boyo's graduation and it was the weirdest fucking thing <laughs> in the world because it was, Miro like really, really wanted me to be there and stuff and during like mm-hmm. the, like the after celebration, it was like, he couldn't fucking find enough people to talk to, to like, avoid me and I was like mm-hmm. why the fuck am I here so in hindsight it was a poor choice to go but also probably the best choice to go because it's like yeah like we don't we don't really even need to be like friends anymore mm-hmm. but it's that like you know when you're like oh, this was such a waste of time Yeah, I could have been it- doing so much better thi- like better things with my time with that like kind of annoyed me what do you say, Sinead, sorry? Waste of a good outfit as well. That's true. And you know what? So when I went to Hanny's graduation on Wednesday, I'm sorry for name dropping, um, but he'll be fine. Um, <laughs> no, I was looking so good. I bought a new dress. It was looking great. Didn't bother taking frigging photos. And then on Wednesday or on Thursday, I, d- I was still looking good. I wasn't quite vibing with the dress the same way as I was with the new one that I wore to Hanny's. It was like, I look really good and there's no one here to appreciate it and it annoys me. Mm, 100%. So, do, do you think with the, with the situation of him asking you to go, do you think that's a power thing on his side where he's like, I can still get her to do what I want? God, you know what? Fucking probably. I swear to God, this boy has more bloody personalities than your man from Split. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, that wasn't me, it was Patricia. <laughs> no, but genuinely, I. So basically, once again, to summarize, straight men annoy me. Constantly <laughs> are ragging the shit out of me. 
sure. I'll learn one day. Maybe I'll just like try Kevin and Emily's way of it and just try women. The same well, sex. I don't try women. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like the same sex. Same sex, guys. That's what I mean. Been there, done that. You know, moving on. Your wife loves for you, Kevin. Again, like been there, done that. Didn't buy the t-shirt. <laughs> I mean, it's either woman or the nunnery at this fucking rate. <laughs> Dude, it's all so games. Need to both on your periods at the same time. Then it's a thousand times worse. Oh Jesus, Grim. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, I'm just noticing now your name. Iconic parking warden. Uh, couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. Uh, Sarah, is that everything? Basically, yeah. Well, we wish you luck. Also, keep us posted on the saga. We all have sagas. We all have eras we're in, you know. I feel like the friggin' for life choices when it comes to men has been my fucking life. Never mind just an era. It's like it's just been constant from I was 19 years of age. Did you talk about the date you went on when we were recording or is that? I think I, I think I briefly mentioned that and okay. like I will, what I got up to this week. Maybe that will change for your opinion. If he's like a grown up and he's older than what you normally go for, maybe that will change your look. I but he's from Bangor. That was and one not, of my ex guys. Not to insult our listeners from Bangor. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I just, you know what? Out of all of you that I've met so far. Hopefully, bar James, but never mind. Well, let's hope he doesn't so, listen to the podcast. Yeah, I'll just not tell him about it. And also, I need to watch myself because I keep name dropping here. But hopefully, there's more than one James. Yes, it, I'm James sure there is more than one James and Banger. Like, and Shani, what's ragging your shit this week? Um, well, I was thinking nothing really, and then I remembered I had a leak on Tuesday, and um, so it's just like loads of fucking water lying on the floor, and then I'm drying it up with towels, and then I have to wash the towels. So it's yeah. just, it's just a vicious, vicious cycle, and then because the weather's getting worse, there's more leaks that happen than more often, so that's kind of annoying me. And then the other thing is, I'm just like, why are we not just like done for Christmas? It's like those like videos and stuff people are sending, and it's like, why are people still working so hard? I'm like, it's fucking December. Like this whole like, let's circle back in the new year. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Like, I do not want to do any work. Like, it's December. It's Christmas month. But don't you think as each year goes on, organizations and workplaces are expecting more work for the same amount of money? Well, yeah. That's just business, Kevin. No, but I know, but like, it's each year I notice it's getting frequently worse. Like, their expectations of you are getting worse. Like, back in the day, you would have been like, oh, it's Christmas, December's a wee dossy wee month. But people are, you're, it's almost like they know you're going to be off for two weeks. So it's like you have to work twice as hard before Christmas. And then when you come back, you have to work twice as hard to catch up. I know, but um, I, I think a lot of places now too, so a lot of businesses, especially smaller businesses, have higher, like, they've increased costs and then they're trying to get more uh-huh. more work out of the staff that they have because they maybe can't necessarily afford to recruit more staff so they're trying to overwork uh-huh. the current stuff they have and this is a vicious vicious cycle yeah well that's the them problem no I know it is but I'm just saying that's what it is and that's the way it's been for years like you know yourself every organization wants to get as like fucking get every 
drop a blood out of you like that they can. That's what it is. Just don't, I mean, just don't expect that from really well me anyway, or Sinead. <laughs> she said, like, we should be finished. I don't know about uh, the rest of you guys, but <laughs> like, I'm I'm on the wind down for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anything else? Uh, no, that was mostly it. It's been quite a mellow month, thankfully, so hopefully it'll stay that way. Um, but yeah, just the usual, like, stupid fucking drivers and stuff I got there. But I mean, that's just an everyday occurrence, really, so <laughs> you have to get all of it. Um, but what would you, Kevin? That's been ragging the shit out of you. Do you have your oh, list a lot. prepared? I have my list. You know me, I'm always negative Nancy. <laughs> um, right, so my first one is... Um, I watch a lot of competition reality shows and especially a drag race and I try to keep up with every fucking drag race franchise and it is an overwhelming task let me tell you because there's just more and more each year um I don't know Mel you used to watch drag race have you stopped are you watching anymore uh, I had to give up like there was just too much I was like I can't even and then it wasn't whenever the like main drag race moved the light was it like well World presents yeah. yeah um whenever it moved to there i was like do you know what i give up on that as well but i've been really bad at having anything the latest uk one either and like it wasn't that outdoor. good like to be honest um it, it was you know it, it's over i think it's oversaturated now there's that much of it and rue is trying to earn his buck before he passes to be honest which fair enough you do but it's just repetitive it's, it's the same challenges it's the same yeah. tasks it's you know it's just a lot of oversaturation um, but UK versus the world season two is coming out next year. I think it's January, February. Time. Would you give that a go? Did you watch the one blue one? Yeah, I've watched that one. Um, so yeah, probably would, but maybe it depends like who's on it and if I know them. Do you know that way now? Because um, I haven't watched a few. There's that many international franchises so now that there's so many countries. Like they're doing like five all stars next year. Yeah. Like That's five all stars. There's like all stars oh, Spain. There's UK versus the world of season two. There's Canada versus the world of season two. There is normal all stars where RuPaul does, and then RuPaul's hosting global all stars where they filmed it in Colombia, and it's like one country from each, one queen from each country. The has a drag race is on it like it's just too much at this point well like and literally t- too much yeah no well my point is with my annoyance is one there's too much to keep up with but two because there is that much drag race or any other reality show there's just too much of it on i hate when they have a non-elimination episode why did you make me waste the hour watching that if you haven't got rid of anyone if you aren't any further forward in the competition there's that much on. I don't need 12 episodes. Get rid of the reunion episode. Like, Housewives reun- reunions are different because that's fighting and I love all the drama. See, drag race reunions, fucking pointless. Absolutely yeah. a filler episode. I watched the UK, for example. They don't have a reunion, but they had two, non- two non-elimination episodes. And it's like, what's the point? Like, America had five non-elimination episodes last year. Like, and they're an hour long and there's so many things on TV. It's like, I don't need an hour where we're no further along. And then the next week you're like, okay, we're still where we are. Do you know what I mean? It's just too much. I don't need filler episodes. I just need to get on with it. Watch it. I do enjoy it, but there's that much that I'm getting to not enjoy it. And it's becoming a job. 
That's my two cents on that. So RuPaul, please fix the problem. Because um, it's Christmas, I hate wrapping presents. I fucking detest it. I hate it. I do not do arts and crafts. I'm no good at arts and crafts. Wrapping presents looks like a toddler wrapped my presents. I hate it. So you'd be lucky if you get it in a gift bag with some tissue paper. Fucking can't stand wrapping presents. Uh, next one is when you're trying to watch like EastEnders, for example, and the person you're with um, in the room won't stop fucking talking. Yeah. And especially like whenever it's a storyline you have to focus on to know what's going on they won't shut up and it's like what's going on who's that and blah 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 like watch it in your own time love I always say I always say questions after class you want a question memorize it and I'll answer your question after the episode questions after class please and I love it there's actually as this guy it's funny because it just makes me think of do you remember one one time you were home and we were you must have been watching Housewives or something and then somebody came in and they kept chatting and you were like <laughs> and, then, and then later on I was trying to watch the Kardashians and you kept talking to me and I was like Kevin I was like you're doing and you're like sorry sorry sorry, sorry. and that's because she's all doing it to fucking me <laughs> no I don't do that I, I like to watch Housewives and stuff <laughs> oh no I love I know I know I know double standards but whatever um, no, it's just irritating. And then there's a phenomenon where loads of people in the UK only watch EastEnders on Christmas Day because it's like, you know, Christmas soap's iconic. A lot of people don't watch it all year round. So for the people that do watch it all year round, all they get is questions on Christmas Day. And there's loads of videos going, I've sent this to my family. But people have actually made TikTok videos explaining what has happened in the past year of EastEnders. So their family members do not ask them silly fucking questions during the episode. That's iconic. <laughs> But to be fair, Sanders oh. had very good Christmas episodes. Like I'll never forget the they whole have. like Max and Stacey affair coming out. I think that was absolutely mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I loved it. That was amazing. Um, what's last year? I can't remember. Why were you that long ago? Um, my next one is when you're trying to buy something online and. You have to get up to get your card. Oh, why does everywhere not do a whole pie? Oh, I know. Because I bought something last night and I was like, I was downstairs and then my, my card was upstairs and I was like, oh, I have to get up and I'm all cozy. And like, oh. <laughs> See, this is the thing. I shop online that much that I know my card details off by heart. And like, so like, nine. Like, well, I, get one. Renewed, I get a renewed card for like a week or two and I know what up. Like. Well, one, you both have problems. And. <laughs> <laughs> Two, I recently changed my bank cards because of my married name, so I do still have to get used to the card. How long ago was oh, that? Like two months. But then the problem is <laughs> I have Apple. No, but I have Apple Pay, so I don't even need to look at my card number half the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, clearly you do, like when there's occasions like that that you. I know, but that's Apple because Pay. I use Apple Pay, so it's a rare occasion that I would have to actually type in the number. But anyways, it's it's just irritating when you're all cozy. Um, okay, the next one is proof of address. So, I'm recently filling in a form, and I need two things of proof of address. Now, the bit of background, Nick's name is on all the bills in the house. That's just how it is. Um, so my proof of address is my driving license. 
um, a bank statement and my mobile phone contract. There we go. That's all I need. And that's usually acceptable. So I had to use um, two proof of addresses recently. Um, They don't accept mobile phone contracts as a proof of address, which I don't understand. Um, My driving license they didn't accept because my married name isn't on my driving license just yet. And the only one I had was my bank statement. So I don't know where the fuck I'm getting another one from. I'd be asking them why do they not accept a mobile phone contract? Uh, Oh, this is the the strange thing. They said um, they accept landline phones and who the fuck has a landline these days in our generation in our generation who the fuck has a landline phone that they actively use so what's the rationale for not accepting the mobile contract no fucking idea but it's ragging my shite very strange you know what's also I just thought of this PayPal's ragging my shite again Shanice after that last few times I went to log into my PayPal because I'm assuming I'm going to be needing to transfer that money across them and my password the password I changed ain't fucking working and it won't let me send an email to recover I have to ring that bitch again oh no well you need to get that sorted out because we'll need that for like Friday that this Friday like not today as in Friday coming Oh, because well, I'm trying third. Fucking hell. See, I knew you Whatever day it is. I, I, I realized this, and that's why I was logging in to make sure it worked. I'm going to have to ring this bitch on Monday. No. I'm fucking impressed. Um, and my last one then is people who leave, who leave doors open. So, like, if you're in a room, someone comes in and then they walk out and they leave the door open. Oh, that's really annoying. Mm-hmm. Rags. Right, somebody that does that work. Shit. <laughs> shit out of me. And do you know what's funny? His name's Kevin. Like, it's not only annoying. Well, I don't do that, so it's not all Kevin's. No, but so I'm Kevin, just if you're listening, you're name, misrepresenting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, it's not only annoying because you hear loud noises, but it's also a draft. You know, we're getting older, so we need to protect our necks. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, um, that's everything from me um, I put out a question box and people wrote in with what was annoying them so the first one is having to attend the work Christmas party mm. yes especially if you don't get on with your colleagues or like them and sometimes you also feel like you ha- you're forced to go like you yeah. have to go to kind of you know because it's work so um, the next one is how busy shops, markets, and traffic are coming up to Christmas. Very true. You can't yeah. fucking move in the city for all the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is people still emailing, contacting me, and work. Fuck off and wait till January. <laughs> right. Circle back yeah. in January. <laughs> Circle back. Yes. Use that we free. Circle back. And then, but when it comes to January, you're like, fuck. <laughs> That's future Shanine's problem. Oh, no. Uh, Next one is getting a massive spot before an event or a party. Always the Mm -hmm. way. Always happens. Always. That's life's way of, like, saying you're not going to look good tonight or you're going to feel self-conscious because of the spot. (laughs) Every time. Bastards. Um, Okay, this one really actually rags me. I agree with this person so, so much. It's like, oh my God, I'm actually getting angry. (laughs) Um, Someone shouting for you and you reply, but they don't say what they want. 
a rag from my shit. Or if they don't hear you replying it, and they just keep shouting it and you're like, what? <laughs> oh, I agree so much and I feel well, your pain. You're just like snowballing off that. You know, somebody rings you and you miss it, but you pick your phone up straight away and ring them back oh, and then they don't answer it. Yes. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> it's like what the fuck <laughs> and then they you go do something and then they ring you back straight away and then you don't answer oh it's a vicious cycle vicious cycle and then you're just like fuck off <laughs> no, but that's the thing because then you finally get talking to them and you're like what were you doing <laughs> I don't think you're just all worked up and angry then you're just like this is not worth the conversation now bitch because <laughs> I'm always like I want to be dying <laughs> It's very true, actually. <laughs> um, and the last one is when screen mirror. Okay, that's when screen mirror mirroring mirroring. What mirroring? Is that a mirroring. word? Mirroring. Mirroring. You know what you're trying to say, <laughs> but is that a word? It sounds quite rare. Mirroring. mirroring. When screen mirroring won't work. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you're sometimes the connections. I. Uh, okay that's everything fabulous um, we're going to take a short little break and we will be right back with some of our Christmas festivities and games we will see you Woo. soon and we are back um, so I'm really all podcasted out from recreating the best bits episode so this week I really couldn't be asked kind of researching a topic to discuss so we're just going to play a few little kind of christmas festive games because technically this is gin and barrett's christmas party so um we are going to play a few festive games and the first one is going to be christmas themed never having ever because we all love a good drink as well so um let's begin without further ado that's just so if you want to play along at home are you listening you're more than welcome to mm-hmm. um so you drink if you have n- say so i always get confused Sinead, what is that <laughs> if you've done it you drink yeah yeah Thank you, <laughs> no baller i i oh, for some for some reason it's like a mental block and i know a few people in our friendship group when we play this game just we lose the run of ourselves whenever we like play this game and we, I, I, it's, we just get dead confused and as you, the more you drink you just get more confused it's like every time we meet up and we decide to play it as it's like let's play never have I ever and then we start and somebody's like wait do you drink if you have done it and every time I'm like oh my god how do you not know <laughs> every time oh well fuck it it's Christmas we're gonna play it <laughs> <laughs> it's funny me and even actually were having this conversation like I think it was maybe a week ago and again she mm. was like is it? And I was just like, I, there are. I know there are culprits in the grip. I was thinking of myself. I'm thinking of Evie when I say those people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's um, cool. Yes, fuck it. It's Christmas. Let's go. So, um, never have I ever at Brussels Street. Okay, well, well I've done it, so I'm just going to drink. Yes. Sarah, we I can't tell don't if Sarah's drinking. I'm drinking. drinking. <laughs> um, it's fucking wild, Cam. I swear to God, I'm going to go mad. Brick Light from the OnlyFans. 
Can I just say, if I was on OnlyFans, maybe I could afford a laptop with a fucking working webcam. You know, I have edited the Best Bets episode, but I may put that in. <laughs> Let me write that time. <laughs> You're like Mel Burns, Sarah. <laughs> What's the timestamp? Two minutes forty. Okay. And I do say I'm taking that as a compliment because you know you think I'd have good content for OnlyFans. Thanks, Mel. Yes. <laughs> You're most of the track. Oh my God. You know what I really am. <laughs> Maybe the New Year's resolution will be that. Mm-hmm. Kidding. <laughs> Let's do a gin and bear only fans. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. <laughs> right, Emily. Your go. <laughs> uh, never have I ever pretended a gift got lost in the post. Oh, I no. have never done that. It makes me look like a bad person. Being I think I probably have. I think I, I will drink. I probably have. You don't think I have? I, I don't think I have. Huh? Everyone's making me look horrible now because I'm the only, the only one who's drinking. Well, I drank that too. I'm just going to assume I have. <laughs> um, some mail. Okay, uh, never have I ever got drunk before Christmas dinner. Oh, oh, oh yes. Mm. <laughs> I, I never drank like on Christmas morning, so I actually haven't. Oh, you know, it just it just makes the food taste better. <laughs> <laughs> last Christmas, like, we got so drunk because we, we were all out of our routine last Christmas, today, weren't we? Yeah. So, like, we had visitors that weren't due to visit, so... That threw us all out of whack, and then that delayed us from going to see our cousins who live close by. And we went. We usually have Christmas mimosas in the morning, um. So when the the people came, we had an extra drink. We went down to one of the houses, had a drink there. Then we went over to the other house, like finished off a bottle of wine there. So by the time we had our dinner, we were fucked <laughs> <laughs> to the point where Granny was sitting there starving. She was like, "I need to go get me dinner." I like to the point where we forgot the sun stuff wasn't they oh, all in the bottom of that Oh no! I just remember. I remember was it onion rings were in the deep fat fryer or something, and we were sitting eating, and yep. what was that smell? <laughs> no, no, that is incorrect. No, the oh, sorry, ro- the roast potatoes were in the deep fat fryer, but they were fine. Oh, but we were eating our dinner, and I was like, "Shit, the roasties!" But no, it mm. was onion rings, and the Yorkshires were in the oven. Oh yes, yes, yes that's what I, I was gonna say. Do, do you actually have onion rings? And your Christmas dinner? Just think of the exact same thing. Like, what the fuck? Onion rings on Christmas dinner. I didn't know I needed it before I realized it was a thing, but now I kind of want it. Shania, remember that for Smash and Pass, please? (laughs) Me and Shania are teaming up because we spend Christmas together, so we're just going to do it together. (laughs) Um, Yes, but... And then poor granny, God love her, she was like, it was like three o'clock and she's like, are we going home for dinner? Because like, I'm starving. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, we did have soup, so she got soup when we came over. Aye, that's true. We didn't starve her. Like, 
<laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, right, uh, Sarah, what's your first never have I ever? Um, no, everyone's going to drink for this one, I assume. Never have I ever watched the Christmas movie Home Alone. Oh, oh yeah, classic. <laughs> I should need to take it away. So, never have I ever re-gifted something. Oh, I've done that. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read. So, I'm just going to go between mine and the question box because I put some out in the question box. So, so it saves us just time, like not having to do a separate thing. Um, so. Uh, I'm just going to say, um, never have I ever ruined Christmas Day somehow. And the person says, brackets, share the story if you drink. <laughs> I don't think I have. No. Um, I don't think I've ruined the day, but I have a story. And this is going to sound really ungrateful, actually. Um, it was a Christmas that me and Nick spent here in Liverpool. And... I go to a lot of effort for thoughtfulness and buying presents and stuff. And then whenever um, Christmas morning came and we came to open in presents, Nick had like gotten me two shitty little things. And I had got him loads of like expensive stuff. And it's not about that. But at the time I was like, are you taking the fucking piss? <laughs> and then he stormed off and went to the bathroom. And I think he had a wee cry, which is so bad. But, yeah. um, I you're sharing the story. I'm, I'm an honest person I'm an open For fucking Nick. book but I didn't like call him any names or anything I was just like what the fuck Nick I've done all this and like you know what I mean so oh I just done the same you know it's just like I hate when you put effort into something and then the other person doesn't reciprocate it it's not all about money and gift kit it was I would even have took like a nice little photo frame of a picture of us in it or something you know something like that so I wouldn't say I ruined the day because we, we made up instantly. Like, you know me, I'm a person says it and then gets over it most of the time. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But I'm an open book, I'm honest. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll drink to that, yeah. Anyone else? Like, I have. No. Lion bitches. Christmas? <laughs> Yes, let us know, please. What were you saying, Sarah? Sorry. Oh, yeah, I just say I would never ruin Christmas because it's my favorite day of the year. Genuinely, my favorite I day. I do. Of the year. I do love Christmas Day. What I about your birthday, Sarah? It's a nice day, day. So it is nice. Yeah, well, okay, Christmas is my second favorite day of the year. Um, but technically, when you think about it, usually Christmas is the day that I can remember, whereas my birthday um, memories are a little fuzzy, particularly have- this year. Well, we all are fuzzy from that day, so. Well, that makes me feel so much better, because <laughs> I like, only have vague memories of how I got home. So, um, Do you have a drink on Christmas? Because um, I know your parents usually. are quite religious. Not usually. Um, I'm considering, and I don't. I don't quite know how I get away with this one, but I'd love a wee mimosa on Christmas morning. Would you? Would you and Emma not have a wee drink together? No. I maybe could convince her, but like, and Daddy would. Daddy would probably be all right with it because he's taken us out for dinner before, and like we've had a uh-huh. cocktail and whatever. But 
Mom's just not about it. Well, do you know what? How I get around that, and it might be a bit blasphemous, <laughs> but I would have um, some wine and say it's the blood of Christ. <laughs> oh, God. There the you know what? <laughs> oh, no, well, you could, no, but is it just the priest? That's fucking white wine and his chalice. Oh, was it? To be fair, I would literally love, so whenever I was out for dinner on Monday there, across a really gorgeous bottle of Sauvignon Blanc um, called like Fairhill Glyphs or something. Really, uh-huh. really gorgeous, like lovely. So I'm like, I might go and see if I can source myself a bottle and just have that at, oh, yeah. at Christmas yeah. dinner. It's not, it's not like you're going to get sloshed, like you're just having a wee tip off. Uh, you're not like us. <laughs> yeah, like, I we mean, I would them. love to be like genuinely. I would love to be from a family that like gets like friggin' drunk together. But uh, the only time that Aram and I like when we drink together, both of us end up in fucking terrible shape. Like sometimes I don't know how the two of us are still alive. It sounds like very mean, Shanice. <laughs> you see, but you are more used to it, like, because you just drink together quite often, and whereas Em and I don't really. Yeah. But when we do, it's mad. Lovely. I would just go buy that wee bottle of wine or buy, like, six. Sainsbury's have that day on, Sinead, don't they? Mm-hmm. She's always she And Asda as well. I was going to maybe pick up some of that barefoot Moscato that I love so much. Because that's on the offer. John and so good, sir. I love barefoot Moscato. Oh, I can't stand Moscato. It's just why it's sweet. Oh, I, know, I but- love it. Oh. See, but now I'm getting a pure adult because I love my, I love my, like... Sauvignon Blanc. I'm like, because usually I'm like, I have to like mix it with lemonade to be able to stomach it because I really just can't get over the vinegar taste. But hmm. it doesn't taste like vinegar at all. Ah, your taste Look at me, out. I'm growing up. You are. You are. <laughs> right. Emily, what's your next one? <laughs> Never have I ever avoided going for Christmas drinks with someone. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have done that. Yeah. Yeah, I make up. I don't want to give matching excuses away to be I don't keep them to yourself, honestly. Because the person might be like, he's that on me. All right, Melissa. Oh, God, let me think of something. Um, we can skip you if you want, if you want more yeah, time. Yeah, get me, get me. Right, Sarah, come on, we're back to you. Okay. Um, oh, never have I ever used a Merry Christmas message as an excuse to text someone that I had recently stopped talking to. <laughs> Sarah, can Sarah. I just say... <laughs> Sarah, like, I love you and I love you. <laughs> Where's the bond? There's no bot. There's literally no bot. I I have no words when it comes to you, Sarah, and your dating is that life. Not is something that people do is that? No, it no. is. It is. It is uh, something people do. But, but no you are just here? you're just another level. It's just fabulous to me. It like really, really is. Uh, like, uh, is that I, not I just, a good one? I I, I, I I don't understand the reaction. Explain. No, no, it's smooth. <laughs> Oh, wow. No, I do like a lot of people to do this because it's an excuse to get the conversation going again. But like, I just from your what the stories you just told us earlier in the episode about your your boyo to what like I just oh, I love you. 
I've never done it myself. I've had it done oh. to me multiple oh. times. Oh, I oh, okay, okay. text him saying Merry Christmas. No. Well, I still love you. <laughs> right, so can we drink or not drink or just no one has no one done this? No? I've done it um, I mean, I've texted Merry Christmas to people that I maybe haven't talked to in a while, but not on a romantic level. Are you asking romantically or are you asking like, like I'm, just I'm asking, yeah, we'll say romantic. We'll say yeah, romantic. I don't think I've ever done that. If anyone has been with me romantically and can tell me otherwise, then tell me. <laughs> I thought that was a really good question. Just say it. Is. So <laughs> can you give us a story, the deets? Um, well, the deets were... Now, this was back in my days where, I'm going to say this, back in my days where I wasn't very sensible when it came to my choices of men. So it was once, <laughs> it was once worse than this. Um, but uh, a name some of you may or may not know, uh, Five Guys. Yes. You used this to come back. God, it must be, it's years ago now. I think I was like 20, I must have been like 23, 24 when this happened. Um, but for context, listeners, this was someone who, you know, tried, was trying very hard to, to you know, win me over. And then it turned out he had a girlfriend the entire time, which was delightful. Um, but yeah, he used he used that as a way to like talk to me again. What? Well, everybody who's drank, who drank? Me. Mm. Do you want to tell us the story? <laughs> Which one? Which one? Oh my god, I love it! I tell love us it. them all, Emily. See, this is why it was a great question. <laughs> I'm the queen of just being like, happy birthday, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I love it, I love it, I love it. Right, Sinead, do you uh, Never have I ever got pissed at my Christmas work, do I mean, Oh my oh my God. God. I certainly have, but... <laughs> I'm going to drink. Mm. Do you know the way... Ruth, I feel like I should right. finish my drink for that. <laughs> no, me fucking too. Do you see... Um, uh, last week's episode, I was talking about Irish dancing, and with my, you know, the, per- the big person who <laughs> run the whole all of it, mm-hmm. it came up as a memory um, yesterday, and I was like, "Oh god!" Oh. Like, and you know, when you watch, I I did not watch the video. I had so much embarrassment. Like usually, I don't give a fuck, but I just couldn't watch the video. I was like, "No, it's too embarrassing," because all you seen was me and him holding hands, and I was like, "Oh fuck no, I can't <laughs> watch that episode. I can't watch the video." So yeah, no, <gasps> yeah. You're pissed. Here we go. Yeah, love it. You, Whoa. love it. Okay, so my go. Yeah. Um. Right. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna read the question boxes. Um. Never have I ever had a family argument on Christmas Day. Um. I don't think, I don't so. think I have. Oh, we're quite well behaved on Christmas, like. That's <laughs> the day where you have to be. Try to be to me. No, I don't think I... Sorry? I just said you try to be, don't you? Like, we all try to be good. 
Yeah, you try to be good and stuff. Like, and maybe not an argument, but there's like snippy little comments. You know, depending on who you spend Christmas with, it all depends on who you spend Christmas Day with. Because you're, if you're with in-laws or you're with like, um, that could all change the situation. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Depends, but, but I don't think we have. So I think we should all drink for for no. <laughs> good idea. Good idea. Right, um, Emily, back to you. About my list. Uh, never have I ever been too hungover to a Christmas Christmas dinner. Oh no, never, never, never. Thankfully never. not. Mm-hmm. No, I what I think it's an English thing, you know, going Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah. Because when I first met Nick ten years ago, literally, um, the first Christmas we knew each other, I was at home for Christmas, and. He and Anne-Marie and Adele went out on Christmas Eve night and poor Anne-Marie was the next day, Christmas Day, peeling the spuds on the floor in a nightgown in a plastic bag. And she had a plastic bag with the spuds and she had a plastic bag for her being sick into. Oh, no. You don't have the dinner, like, just don't have it. No, but then that's a, you know, but you need the dinner because, like, Christmas Day. Um. So, and... You know, Tasha, Melissa, she always says she will never go out on Christmas Eve because it will fucking ruin her Christmas day. And she's fucking right to say that, like, 100%. Like, we had a Christmas reunion one Christmas Eve, and she said never again because she felt like death on Christmas day. Hello, Tash. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not putting out on Christmas Eve loads, but I'm going out this Christmas Eve. But that's different because you're cooking it yourself. And... I'm not coming home, so it's like we spend on like You can make your own kind of rules. You can make your own kind of rules, and you don't feel as bad. Where if you're in like a family or someone else's home, you you have to go to whoever's cooking the dinner. You have to hear to their yeah times and stuff where you're making your own rules. So balls to the walls. I love that. What <laughs> time's your dinner then on Christmas? Like just whenever you wake up. It's gonna be whenever we crawl out of bed and can start cooking it. I'll send us like pictures and videos, please, to the podcast chat. I want to see that. Here we do. I'd be a comment. Please have to wear on Christmas Eve, so God help me. Oh my God, I love Dagger. it. Be Emily to be young again, love, enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not even that younger than us. Like, you're only seven years old, younger, older. You're seven years younger than me. Yeah. And uh, Sinead, you're, and Sarah, you're both 29. Uh, Sinead's I'm not 29 weird. yet. <laughs> He's an April baby, Kevin. Come on. Yeah. 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 birthday. 1995. I know. Oh, you're sorry. You're all right. Kevin thinks I'm 29, he should be 31. So. Well, I am close to 31. Well, Me I'm just Ellie saying. were talking about this. She's 31 in January. Friends mm. the pod. Um, and... I'm 31 on the 7th of April. For anyone who wants to send me any merchandise or gifts, thank you. Um, you mean Feb? Yes, and you're 31 on Feb. Oh, my God. Just saying that we're all getting... I remember your 30th so well. Like, that only seemed wow. like fucking a week or two. Like, oh, so marvelous. It's just crazy. Like, so, Emily, enjoy. You're the one out of us who can go out on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Represent the pod. <laughs> like, you know what? I'll have a shot for everyone who's been on the pod. Well, that's Do 10 it. shots then. 
other girl. I hope you can eat your Christmas dinner at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so gotta get out. Oh my god, this is like totally off topic, but it's just prompted me to remind you, Sinead, of something I want to do and get a bottle of so we don't feel it's bloated over Christmas. Because you taught me this on my wedding day and I will never forget it. Can we get a bottle of Sambuca? Because she or well she told me she needed to order some because I told the 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 head event manager at our wedding day at the top table to bring me and Sinead a sambuca. It was free, which is fabulous. Fucking better being the price bit. But um he brought me and Sinead sambucas. And I was so full after the dinner because it's just so much. And I did that and I was like, oh my god, I feel like not full anymore. I could eat again. Oh so if anyone are, if you're bloated you know Christmas dinner is so filling and Halloween Sambuca like I hate Sambuca like it, I I was gagging on it like but the effects of it so worth it we digestive that's what's called we digestive um whose go is that Mel oh back to me um right so I'm gonna go Christmas party theme again and uh, never have I ever kissed a co-worker at a Christmas party <laughs> Thankfully not. Mm, no, I've never. Oh my god, man! Who you? Ca- <laughs> this is the first year this year that I didn't. Get a girl. I love this for you. Am I lose my touch this year? <laughs> that just means you, you have to kiss two next year. Yeah, maybe actually. Make up for it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, Sarah, you're up. Morella. Um, oh, let me think. Mm. Well, will I say one, sure, if you want to. You circle back to me. Okay. So I I don't imagine anyone's done this, but I'll just ask anyway. Uh, Never have I ever dressed up as Santa or Mrs. Claus for my partner or the person I was seeing. No. Who would be into that? <laughs> uh, Monica from Friends. <laughs> Do you remember Chandler was dressed oh, up as yeah. was like, wear that later. <laughs> no. um, Nick had a Santa, sexy Santa costume that he tr- he wore but never did anything in it. But didn't he give that to somebody's friend in this group? Yes, for I, I don't want to name the person, but he did give. Well, actually, so I think Nick left the costume with us in the house that me, Sarah, and Evie were living in at the time. And then people came over for drinks, and then we uh-huh. were like, "Oh, there's this costume!" And then we didn't realize, but somebody went and put it on, and like it wasn't a proper costume; it was just like we Santa shorts and like a Santa hat, and he came down like just wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, why was it in your house in the first place? Because you and Nick give it to us. I don't know why. That's so strange. We pressed. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was really funny because nobody was expecting it and he just landed in wearing this and we were like, why? I don't know who this is. I'm going to drink on behalf. I can't, I think I know who it was. To be honest. I know you all know who it was. Um, Mel will tell you after. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell me after. I don't, I don't want to name and shame them. So. No, don't name and shame them. <laughs> we're, all, we're, we're, <laughs> we're about anonymity on this podcast. Well, some of us are. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> name dropping all night. Right, Sarah, have you got one? Um. Well, this is actually quite a simple. Never have I ever been responsible for cooking Christmas dinner. Oh, 
I'll drink. I have every cup of gaffer poisoner. <laughs> See, this really? is why I'm glad that Emma and I still go home for Christmas dinner. You spoiled bitches. <laughs> my, I am never done saying how spoiled I am. Like nearly thirty years of age, and my mum and dad do everything for me. It's ridiculous. But Enjoy I'm not complaining. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. Enjoy it, like. Um, right, I'm going to do another one from the question box, and it is Nev. Oh well, no, well, the fr- it was never have ever got off with a coworker, but Mel has said that, so I'm going to do another one. Um, never have I ever gotten pissed on Xmas Day. Have we done that one already? Mm-hmm. Yes, Mel mentioned yeah. it earlier. All right, okay. So this person thinks a lot like you, Mel. <laughs> I am now going to have to come up with my own. <laughs> right, I'm going to come up with my own now. Um, so never have I ever um, tampered with secret Santa allocations. Yes, I have. I have. <laughs> I have. I've seen someone's email and not fucking buying for them. <laughs> I'm the only honest person here. <laughs> I've never been in a secret Santa where by Christmas, by, by the time we did the secret Santa, like everybody knew who each other has. Like, I've oh, never yeah. had like a secret Santa because we all just had each other. Oh, I don't like secret Santa, especially in a workplace. I think it's the biggest load of crap. Just buy yourself something. Yeah. That was true. true. Right, Emily, here we go. Um, never have I ever hidden a Christmas gift and not been able to find it. <laughs> never. No, no, never done that. No. My mum's done that to me so many times. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Go on, Lisa. <laughs> I hide stuff all over the house because she starts crying in like fucking June. She hides stuff all over the house, and then by the time it comes, she like she loses so much stuff. Oh my god, no, see that I'd need to write all that stuff down. Like I've had it here, I've had mm-hmm. it here. <laughs> it's Honestly, true. Wait till we try and find this ten of heroes on Christmas Day and be able to find it. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Um never have I ever eaten anything out of the Christmas cupboard before Christmas and been in trouble for it. Oh all the fucking I'm an You're too good. You're too good. You don't have like sneaky something, and then you get called red handed, and your mom's like, "That's for Christmas." I uh, know. A wee snowball. Like oh. the wee marshmallow. Oh, Pringles for me. The Pringles oh, right. the before Christmas. Oh, oh Jesus, Pringles! Munch pop, you really can't stop. Mm. Yeah, so true. So true. So there, there's crack in Pringles. I'm, t- I'm, I. There has, has to be. Has to be her auntie Tisha, who is not like a big junk food eater. She gets her hand on the top of prawn cock to the Pringle. She is like, <laughs> go go go. There is crack in them. Like there has to be. Um, Sarah, here go. Um, never have I ever drank mulled wine. No way. Yeah. Oh no, I love wee mulled wine. I've actually never had it myself. It's horrible. I don't mind it. I love it. It's so Christmassy. Warms you up, warms up your cockles. You know. <laughs> um, my go? No, it's my go. Um, am I? Am I? I'm sorry. I, I thought that was it. I thought Emily said that. Sorry. 
<laughs> well, even if it was Hamlet, it was male school. Oh, yeah, sorry. How <laughs> much have you had to drink Kevin? Yeah, I don't know. No, do you know what it is? Because Sarah went last and then it was me last time. Because, Shanine, you went before that. that. That's the logic of you. Well, so, really, it's my fault then? Well, it is, yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Never, never have I ever received a photograph of someone wearing nothing but a Santa hat. Thankfully not. Never. Bell the tree, honey. So I just, it's a disclaimer, it's not with my... Please tell my chain. No, it is not with my current partner. <laughs> It was a couple of years. <laughs> well, he's a lot to live up to. I could maybe guess who it is. Yes. I'm, I have a guess. Who do you think it is? Does the name begin with C? No. Oh, okay, hmm. then am I... <laughs> but I, I know who you're thinking of, but no, it wasn't. <laughs> is it F? F. F. Who did I go with somebody being oh, F-E? Is that who we're talking about? F who? F-E? First two letters? F-E. It's not F-A. No. I don't even know who you're talking about. <laughs> Never. Join us next week for Think the Think of the, the Jerusalem Street days, Sinead. F? F-E? F-E? Go on, Terry. Yeah, there's, yeah, definitely an, who, there's definitely an F in your life, but I don't know F I or F E. <laughs> Sarah, I'm, well, so I'm, I'm messaging now. Give me a second. Stop it in the shop because I'm confused. Can <laughs> <laughs> anyone begin with F? Can you write into the chat that's, who it was? That's please? really sad. I, yeah. I thought you were lifers at one point. What? <laughs> Can you write into the chat who it was? Who is that? It's so sad. I completely forgot he existed. <laughs> oh, oh, he's probably like listening to the podcast every week, and he's like, "Those initials are me," and you've just said fashionist. <laughs> like, haven't met each other in years. I mean, years. Like, Go and do us a favor and write into the podcast group chat who actually sent you the Santa hat. Yeah, <laughs> we need you know, really I, I have one guess before you do. Right. Gone. Do the initials. Um, messaged. No. Oh no. no. Do the no. We'll do the him. initials, Sarah. Who do you think it was? Um. Initial. Uh. No. I uh, no. It's not him. <laughs> so much mystery. Remind me. Serious. I can go. There we this go. This is like a, a Christmas game of Cluedo. This. I'm just saying. I'll write. I'll write it onto the. But like, Mel, like you just won't know who this is. But oh, okay, okay. But I'll write Hello, it on here. Exactly. You don't know. Mel is a fool. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I thought I, I'm turned. I'm turned. I can't cope. Oh my god. Like, I mean, no, was he, 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 he looked good. Like, did he? <laughs> Mel and Emily will need an update on this after yeah. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh my question is, okay, I have a question. Do you still have it? <gasps> yes, no, do you still no, have no, it? No, no, I don't have a picture. No, I don't have a picture. It was via Snapchat. And I'm a boy. 
I don't do that. I don't screenshot those type of pictures. <laughs> no, because Snapchat calls you out for that shit. You wouldn't need to. I know it says empty screenshot, but I didn't want the screenshot of any. But well, that was funny. I mean, no can judgment if he did. If he looked good, like can I ask though how clothed. how far like how long ago did it, was this? Like when did he send this? I would say there's a good chance it was Christmas 2020 because Kevin, me and Nick, were, because Kevin, me and Nick were sitting in the kitchen watching mm. RuPaul's Drag Race, the Christmas episode, when I got the picture through. <laughs> well, why didn't you show me a Nick? You don't do that to people. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry, Christmas 2020 was like three fucking years ago and was this fella not long past in the wind or something? No. Mm, not really. He's one of those ones that I think appears every so often or did appear every so often back in the day. There was a resurgence. Isn't that the year that Nick got you that calendar? It was. I apt. It's <laughs> <laughs> very... That, when you talk about the... When you talk about the... the it's a red hot calendar, you know. Yeah. For anyone um, who knows what a red hot calendar is, just Google it. You'll know what I'm talking about. Can I ask though? Did did that person know about the calendar, and is that what prompted it? Could be. I can't remember. No, I, I that calendar. No, I didn't get the calendar until Christmas Day. This was before Christmas Day. This is maybe Christmas Eve. Oh right, yeah. Oh my god. Like, it's just, it's very, like, coincidental. Mm, what the Collins? Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, that's what it was. Oh, it was so funny. Nick, like, Sinead has a preference to this certain type of person on this calendar. And oh, don't. This was just all no. fabricated that I had a thing. I, no, I don't think it's fabricated anyway. Okay, I think there day. was a wee phase, to be fair. No, 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 you could count on one hand how many people I had went with. That we're like that. We're like that. Can we just say it? Like this is so mystery. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, then it just became this thing, and I was like, I don't discriminate. <laughs> well, yeah, you're in and, equal opportunities theater, like me. But it's funny because Nick got her this calendar because it was just like men and knickers doing poses and stuff, like a hot, muscly man, and it was a really nice calendar. And the very back page was a completely nude, naked man. And we showed Granny and she looked up. Right, well, I'm I'm in shock. Um, anyways, um, was it, is it my go? Yeah. Well, right, we'll make this the last round. Is that, do you think that? Should you sure. want to keep going or? Yeah. No, that's grand. Yeah, yeah we'll make this last round. So my last never have I ever is never have I ever bought a Christmas present, liked it, and then kept it for myself. <laughs> all the time. Oh, all the time. <laughs> I do that all the time. All that's why I say you should, you should always buy two. <laughs> Sneakiest. Right, Emily, you're a girl. Never have I ever pretended to like a gift that someone's given me. Oh, God. Which you hear next week's episode. Mm. You have next to be like, oh, my God. No, next week's episode's all about, like, worst presents you've ever received. <laughs> oh, God. Unreal. So get thinking. <laughs> but yeah, I've done that all the time. It's so funny if people are listening to this episode and they're like, hey, I bought him that. 
<laughs> well then do better do fucking better you know I am grateful but do better <laughs> when in hell just whack some money in a card exactly cash a sheen voucher <laughs> bottle of drink candle there we go there's my options <laughs> Oh, Sinead, your watch has been dispatched, baby. Just got a pop-up email. <laughs> um, right, Mel, have you got one last one? Oh, sorry, Emily, have, did I skip you? Oh, no, you said... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, what the fuck? Right, Mel, what's your last one? Um, never have I ever pretended to not feel well to get out of going to math. These. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Although I will say when I was younger, I'm not overly religious, but when I was younger, there was something nice about Christmas mass. You got dressed up, you got dolled up, you know, you went to mass, you heard the wee old carols, you know. They're hymns, not carols. It's quite nice sometimes, but yeah. What's the difference? They're they're religious, they're holy songs and mass, they're hymns. Oh, same difference. But yeah, it was quite nice. But yeah, I agree. I have certain music. So, Sarah, your last question. Um, right. Let me think. Uh, oh, no, I don't really feel like this is like a thing in Ireland at all. But I'm just going to ask because why uh-huh. not? Never have I ever pissed someone under the mistletoe. No, oh, I did that this evening. How cute is that? Oh, we have, bless. Oh, That's so we, cute. We have mistletoe in our hall, and Nick was like, there, and he was like, give me a kiss. And I was like, oh, oh wow. That's so, so cute. <laughs> I'm so no. gay. <laughs> like, every time I think about, like, it's a very American thing, but I can't, I always, like, think of that. I think it's, it's either season one or season two of Friends, and... It's when Monica and Rachel are having their Christmas party and Mr. Traeger's up trying to fix the heating. Oh. And he was like, oh, is that mistletoe? And Rachel, what is it like holly or something or whatever it was? She was like, oh, it, no, it's not mistletoe. It's such and such. And he was like, oh, if it was mistletoe, I was going to kiss you. And she was like, oh, yeah, it's still not mistletoe. And then walks away. I'm like, how affronted would you be? It's so sad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Right, Sinead, what is your last never have I ever? Uh, never have I ever avoided a particular family member over Christmas. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, I need to bite my tongue now. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, fabulous. Right, I think we should do one round of Christmas Smasher Pass just okay. to, to do it. So me and Shane are going to share this one because we spent Christmas together. So what was the Christmas Smasher Pass that we had? So, Onion ring. <laughs> Onion yeah, rings. Yes. So would you smash it or pass it? Absolute pass. No, for me, did you not know consider <laughs> guys like what is wrong? Me? <laughs> why not? Like why not? Like it's not like big massive onion rings. It's like the wee small frozen ones you get in the bag. Yeah. You know what? Smash that. Dip it in gravy and it'd be best stuffing all tiny as fuck. I'm just thinking, like I would have 
I I could manage tobacco onions with like a wee bit of gravy and some chicken and pretty. So why not? Mm-hmm. Why, why what did you not say, Emily? Splash. I think it'd be nice. Oh, there right, we go. I'll drink. Um, right, Emily. And oh, no, can I just run through hours and then that's ours done? Oh yeah, sorry, you had more. Yeah, go ahead. I know, just more. So we have volivants on Christmas night. Oh, love smash! Love I love volivants. Very underrated. Oh, yeah. we volivant! Oh my gosh, smash! And then the last one was just that we dress up, so we do like full makeup, etc., for Christmas Day. Hot for me. I'm a pajama all day. Pajama all day as well. Pass for that. You fucking like I don't, them. I don't wear friggin' makeup on a good day, like Cheers, on a like on a normal day at all. <laughs> to be fair, we normally did it because we would have got like pictures with Grammy and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. So but we're going to continue that tradition because, I mean, I did say in Sinead also we have bought that many outfits for the festive period that I need to wear them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so we're dressing up regardless. <laughs> Right, Emily, what's your Christmas smash or pass? Um, smash or pass eggnog. Oh, pass. I have never had eggnog, but I would assume it's fucking vile. Pass. I said we're all pass, eh? I think we do, too. (laughs) They like we should all drink for that. Yeah, yeah. M- Mel, what is your smasher panel? Right, so my smasher pass is that in my house be over Christmas dinner at like five PM. Oh fucking pass. pass. He does. Oh, right, let me run you straight in the day, right? You need to understand the context here. So like you get up in the morning, right? And you have like a wee round of toke. No, maybe like a wee cereal. So you have that at like maybe like eleven o'clock by the time you get up from home. Doing only getting up at eleven o'clock on Christmas morning. What the fuck? I am a tired girl, Like I work hard all year. I'm fucking lying. I'm twenty nine years old and I am still getting up latest eight a.m. on Christmas morning because my parents still, still <laughs> maybe for Paul's benefit more than the rest of us, but still will lay out our presents. Like, um, if there's young children, cover your ears. Um, but we'll still lay out our presents as though they came from Santa Claus. Oh, that's and nice I'm 29 though. years old. Like, and if, if mum and dad decided that they're not going to do that, there would be uproar in our house. <laughs> 11 o'clock in the morning, what are you at? Lying. Jack, like, come on, I'm old. You need to sleep, right? You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going on a tangent here anyway. But sorry, <laughs> right? We get up in the morning. We round a toast. Maybe we mimosa. Do you know, like we both share whatever we fancy. And then, like you, maybe have like a wee bit of Christmas chocolate, but like not too much. And then we'd have like soup at like three o'clock or half three. And then we'd have like a wee hour break in between like starter dinner. So we like eat it at like half four, five, and like it just works. And then like the dessert situation is like. You just go and get whatever you want when you want it. Okay, so like that's, that's just, you know. So dinner at five PM. Okay, it do- that does sound better. I thought you meant like you're really starting your soup and stuff at five o'clock. No, like, because last year we actually weren't eating eating our dinner until nearly four o'clock. 
because we that's were not by choice though. no that was because we were fucking fished and then we came over and had <laughs> soup and then i had to start cooking so it was like a whole thing but so um you have me halfway so i'll take half a drink <laughs> Emily's a smash. Love that. Let me run you through my Christmas day really quick. When like was living in my mum and dad, my mum and dad. Not easy. You wake up. Even when like was living out with the girls, still wake up about eleven. You have a bacon bussy. You nail a good like four or five mimosas. You eat like, snack through the day, so you just have like your Pringles, all the stuff you've been like saving up for the year. You snack that through the day. At like five o'clock, you have your Christmas dinner. Get really bloated. About six, seven, maybe eight. If it was a really big Christmas dinner, you have a nice big dessert. You have more drinks, obviously, through the day. Yeah, and then you put on a Christmas show, and then you go to bed. Lovely. See, I like to have it a bit earlier because we like to eat again, you see, like at night time, mm-hmm. so like say around like eleven o'clock or like let's stick on the volvants. You know, oh, yeah, you know. So <laughs> if, if, if I'm eating my dessert too late, I might not want that, you see. So at least if we yeah. eat dinner around like half two, say, then if you have your dessert about like five and then you're well ready for your volivants when it comes around because then you'll mm-hmm. sweep in between as well and Pringles and stuff because we've got mm-hmm. celebrations etc you'll be pounding the gin so you know yeah a little wine with dinner and all too yeah. like I mean I don't have gravy do you take any uh-huh. sauce? I don't have gravy on my Christmas dinner so not I bet like would you take pepper sauce? no just like dry, dry Christmas dinner. Dry cr- oh, pass. Pass. <laughs> what the fuck? Pass. <laughs> Any wonder you need five people. Everyone's taking wins as we call it. Oh my god, that's scandalous. Like, that is the, the hardest pass you'll get here. <laughs> that's so scandalous. That's wild. Who's the next one that we need to do? Sarah? (laughs) Yeah, I already know this is going to be a pass for you lot, but a sober Christmas day. Fully sober. I'll run you, since we're all doing it, I'll run you through my routine. So as we all know, (laughs) up at like 7 or 8 a.m. latest, go downstairs, go into the sitting room, Daddy's usually up from like six, has the fire lit for us waking up in the morning. Oh my are just the cutest people ever. <laughs> like, no, Joan and Frank are the best. Like, love them. They're fabulous. So we'll come downstairs. Fire will be lit. The Christmas, the Christmas garland in the fire will be like twinkling away. Presents all laid out. Like, we're still friggin' five years old. We'll go through that. Then we'll sit for a little bit, maybe have our cereal around like nine. And then we're not allowed to open the Christmas presents um, under the tree until mother returns from mass because she doesn't trust us to remember who got us what. Mm-hmm. And like she collects the wrapping paper and stuff to make sure there's not a mess. Then Love we'll do there. that. We'll stick on a film. Usually I tend to um watch the... Is it 2006? I can't remember if it's 2003 or 2006, but that version of Peter Pan that has Jeremy Sumter in it, that has to be played. They will have dinner latest, like 2 p.m. Then we'll watch, like, um, 
the you know do you know the the Graffalo and all those sort of like animated things that come out around Christmas yeah, that has a pure like he really really loves those so we'll just sit and we'll watch our way through all of those then we'll have our dessert which is not like just go and grab whatever you want we've the ice cream the jelly the fresh cream flakes like crushed flake on top of it and then like chocolate buttons and maltesers and it is without a doubt the best dessert ever it's so good and then we'll like just chill out for the evening sometimes we'll go down and see granny we haven't really been doing that much since covid and that mom usually goes down herself but Mm -hmm. and then like really like just chilled sober vibes but I think I might, throw a wee, I might throw a wee wine into the mix this year, you know. I think now that we've been talking about it, I feel like that would be optimal. Mm-hmm. I think it would be really good if we all experienced, like, everyone's Christmases <laughs> each year. Oh, no. My God, we should do, like, a little video each and put it, like, on the pod TikTok or something. Yes. That would be really good. Like, so send us your, your day videos, please. What time mm-hmm. you get your dinner with a timestamp? My only mimosas you've had. Yes. Hi, this. My name is Kevin, and this is my seventh mimosa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, here for it. I, oh, my God, we'll so do that on Christmas morning. I am Sinead, and this is my first drink, and then Christmas Day. Love it, love it. Right, well that's the end of that topic. Little fun festive game. Hopefully you enjoyed it at home and we're drinking away with it. Um we're gonna take a little break and we will be right back with our last section. We'll see you And we are back. So as always, we finish off every week's podcast with an advice section. So I put out a question box and some people have wrote in looking for some advice. So the first question is, have you got any advice for how to stop petty arguments on Christmas Day? My mother and my mother-in-law both come round to ours for Christmas dinner. Um, I cook the dinner. However, both mothers try to get involved. They interfere and they try to outdo each other. This ends up in all three of us arguing. Have we got any advice? <laughs> um, it's your house. So tell them they can come and act accordingly or they can fuck off and make dinner mm. in their own house if they're so good at it. The saying is very true. Remember the party you saw at Halloween? Like, send a list of ground rules and like the yes. That's very good, Ratch. I would say also the saying is very true. Too many cooks. What is it? Yeah. Spoil the, bro- Spoil what is the that? bra. Spoil the bra. Spoil the bra. Um, that's very, very true. And if they if they want to interfere yeah. and like think their food's the best and all this stuff, then they're welcome to host Christmas Day fucking dinner. Do you know or- what I mean? Actually, what you could do if you decide to do like kind of like a potluck type situation, just uh-huh. if they want to help out, assign them something to make. Tell them if they don't want to make that, then they're not interfering in the kitchen at all. And if they don't like it, again, fuck off. But in nicer terms, if you don't want to tell your mom and your mom-in-law to, to fuck off on Christmas. I do so find it's like an awkward neat. time. Of, sorry, I do find it's an awkward time of Christmas. It's like... 
whose house do you go to if like both if your mum and your mother-in-law are having Christmas day it's like do you take a year about but do you get on with the family is it worth you going is there constant fight do they not think you're good enough for their son or daughter like it's you got all those things like as much as Christmas is a lovely time of year with family and friends sometimes it can be the worst of times for other people because it's just nothing but fucking arguing yeah I was going to say, like, if I were you, I would speak to your own mother and get your husband, your wife, your partner, whoever it is, to speak to their mother. Like, this is what we're making for dinner. And like Sarah said, if you want to assign them something, very good. If not, but like, do not be coming in and interfering in the kitchen. Have that mm-hmm. conversation. And if they do it, just say, well, look, you're not coming next year. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. I always find, though, like, I don't, even, I don't even think you should be that nice and give them the option of, like, here, you can cook this. It's your, if you're having it in your house, it's your dinner, essentially. You're hosting. It's your rules, as Mel said, have a set of rules. And if they don't like it, they know where the door is. And don't be nicey-nice about it, because that's how people walk all over. You speak up and say your fucking things, and they know not to fucking test you again, test your patience again. Like, say, sit down and shut the fuck up and eat your fucking dinner, you cunt. And then they won't bring it up ever again. I'm not like saying it as in a way that all be nice and nice, but I just mean mm. it might take some pressure off you if you want to get them to cook something. You know, like uh, well, uh, it, it depends. Like it depends how severe the argument is. To be and like Sarah, you're saying is that not going to start an argument? Sometimes an argument needs to be started for people to realize. Don't fuck with me. I know, but I think I'm afraid. Like, no, but it's, but if if the two mothers and you are like screaming at each other, it depends on the severity of the argument. If like they're screaming at each other, going "My stuffing's better than your stuffing," you know, <laughs> like I wouldn't make it like that. That's disgusting. You know, like how people can be very competitive, especially, and this is the generalization, like sixty-year-old, like Karen Maz. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you know, you know the type I'm talking about, where they shop in like Laura Ashley. <laughs> And all that there. <laughs> you yeah, know, actually, or buyers, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, stuff like that. So, yeah, I just think nip it in the bud and say your piece. If they don't like it, they can host it at their house and you can go around after. Whatever. What do you, what do you and Zoll think? Like, Emily, what's your viewpoint on it? I just say the same. Yeah, just fucking speak to them at the end of the day. Don't let people disrespect you. Mm-hmm. And Christmas is so much fun, but sometimes Christmas Day can be the whole, the worst part of the whole of Christmas. True, very, very true. Because especially because there's so much pressure on the day, and like you've like waited for it for like the whole year. Sometimes the petty arguments break out, and you just can't be arsed in the end. That's true, very true. But speak up for yourself because otherwise it'll ruin every single Christmas to come. Exactly, and you don't yeah. want that every single year. No. Um. Okay. And the last question that I have is, do we have any advice for dealing with loneliness over the festive period? I mean, um, like, I don't know, like, are you, are you friends with, like, I don't know if you live in NI, like, are you friends with Kevin or are you just a listener of the pod? You know, like, reach out to us, we're normally available for drinks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I will say, like, it, 
it depends on personal circumstances, doesn't it? It depends where you live. It depends if you've got yeah. any family or friends around you or anything. But it, it, say in a weird instance, or not weird because this is an everyday occurrence, sorry. If it's like an instance where it's a rare instance, that's what I meant to say. If it's a rare instance where you've got absolutely no family, no friends near you or in your life, there are always like what we were talking about before, like helplines to call on the day. Um, just so you have someone to speak to if it is that severity of loneliness Um, Sarah Milliken does a thing on Christmas Day so she doesn't even spend Christmas Day with her family she's on Twitter all day just talking to people who are on their own which is amazing like it's just really really nice Um, you could also maybe volunteer in a local charity like in a soup kitchen so Mm -hmm. you're maybe not eating the food but you're serving and you're helping you get to talk with people or there's loads of organisations out there that have um, like where you can go to dinner like in a community hall or something like that where you can buy a ticket and you can go to dinner and you're at a table with lots of other people who are in a similar situation to yourself it's easier said than done obviously like all that stuff because it must be really really daunting but um, yeah like and TV is your best friend. Like, yeah. stick it on. It's noise in the background. It's, you know, and if we do know you, reach out to any of us on the pod um, and we'll be happy to speak to you, do you know? And look after yourself as well. Don't just spend, like, every single day, like, inside on your own. Take yourself on little solo dates. Look mm-hmm. up things that are going on in, like, your area. Go to things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even if it's just sometimes, like, your own company can be your best company. Like, take mm-hmm. yourself off for a coffee or maybe take yourself out for food or just set yourself little things to do on certain days so you're not just sat in for, like, long periods of time. Yeah. That's when, like, the sad mills are set in and it'll really yes. hit. Like, get us, get outside. I know it gets really dark early, but... Yeah, just, like, go for a walk. Bliss of love. Yeah, just even go for a walk or whatever. Yeah. Like, go for it. Like, I mean, even go to the cinema. That's a really nice experience to do. Well, that's a nice um, distraction. Yeah, 100%. So... And again, all this is easier said than done because I've never been in that situation where I'm that alone, you know, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, but is it is it a situation where, like, you absolutely have nobody or is it a situation where this year you're just alone and you're feeling a wee bit lonely? Like, you know, is there, is, you know, it, it's a very personal thing, isn't it? It depends yeah. on who more what's in your life or what's happened in the past year. Do you know what I mean? Um. But yeah, reach out and talk to us. We're always available. Um, as I said, there's helplines. There's there's loads of other things you can do. Like social media is a great thing for loneliness. Yeah. Um, there there's always people. You know, you always think you're alone in a situation, but if you go on social media, there are so many other people in the same situation. Not even just about Christmas; it's about anything in in your life. There's yeah. so many people going through the same thing, and it's important just to talk. Because if you keep it bottled up, that's just not not healthy. Um, I will also say just on the social media point, yes, it's great for connecting with like-minded people and stuff. But also remember a lot of the things that are posted on social media are just the good things and the happy times. And Mm -hmm. it looks like people are having the time of their life all the time. But mm-hmm. I think it's really good not to compare yourself to that because no. 
you know, it's great nowadays. There's a lot of people that are showing like the harder sides to life and not just at Christmas time, but in general. But when you see something and it's someone that's only ever posting the best, the best times of their life, it's mm-hmm. not real. Yeah, it's all fake. Like, you know, social media, the basis of it is that we could do a whole fucking episode on that, to be honest. It's right. it's just, it's fake. Like, it's Love. the pe- the influencers are posting the fakeness of their lives. Like, they're on a holiday, but deep down they could be battling depression. You, you know, it's... It's social media is fake, and you you should never go in and compare your life to their life because you don't know mm-hmm. what's going on behind closed doors. You just see the nice niceties, and we're all guilty of it too. I only post the nice stuff. Yeah, I don't post, me too. Like I don't post the shit that happens on it. You know, to me, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's all fake, and I think that's important. And I, I totally agree with you, Sarah. You, you just have to come with that mindset, like of. Uh, do you know what really angers me? I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago. Do you know the first thing on Christmas morning or Christmas Eve, actually, mm. is all the parents that post the amount of presents on the sofa or under the tree yeah. or whatever it is. I just think that's, you know, each to their own if that's what you want to do. Fair enough. But you have to think about the other people that don't have anything. And it's just like... Mm-hmm. I do. you don't think about other people, you just think about your own life, which is fair enough. But for the people out there that are looking at those presents you don't know if they're bought on credit card or if they're bought on loan and the, the people mm-hmm. are struggling to pay them on a yearly basis like you never compare and it's easier said That's than done true yeah um but yeah that's made me quite sad actually <laughs> um okay well that brings us to the end of the podcast have you got anything else you want to talk about no. Nope. Good. Fab. Um, well, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Um, um, if you could please go and like and share and review and give us five stars wherever you get your podcasts. I'd like to thank all my fellow co-hosts this evening. I'd like to thank Emily, Mel, Sarah and Sinead. Thank you so much, girls, for joining me on this Friday night. We haven't done a podcast on a Friday in ages and it's quite nice actually to see one of Lovely. I mean, the editing process isn't the best because I literally have to do this once a bed to get it up in the morning. But, you know, we, 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 we power through, you know. Um, remember to take your milk thistle, which I forgot to. damn (laughs) Um, drink responsibly if you can Um, and we will see you next week for our final episode well final normal episode of 2023 see you next week Bye. bye bye bye